The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Cruise Radio. This podcast is brought to you by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get your next quote at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is this is Cruise Radio. Hey, how's it going? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Thank you so much for being here, too. Uh, by the way, we're going to change things up a little bit this week because I am currently sailing on Norwegian Star over in the Mediterranean. This show is pre-recorded, so I did some uh, listener question and answer segments for you. Adolfo Perez from Carnival Cruise Line going to answer some questions. Sherry Kennedy with CruiseMaven.com and some shore excursion questions answered from CruisingExcursions.com. That's a whole mouthful. All right, let's see. What do we have here? If you want to follow my med sailing, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, CruiseRadio.net, it's all there under Cruise Radio. Let's jump right to it with Sherry Kennedy. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. All right, Sherry, the first listener question comes from Joe in Indianapolis. He says, I just wanted to ask a question about something you mentioned in one of your recent shows. You had mentioned you're an owner of Carnival, which I take you own Carnival Cruise Line stock. I have been seriously thinking of becoming an owner myself. I'm a little late to the party because last time I checked, cruise stock prices, regardless of the company, they have jumped pretty high. And when you consider buying 100 shares, that's some serious pocket change. Could you share with me some of your thoughts on the subject, as well as the steps you go through when booking and receiving stock owner benefits for each sailing? Also, when on board, do they mention you as an owner, like a letter in the stateroom? What has been your experience with this? Keep up the good work. Love your show, Joe. Well, first off, Joe, thank you so much for listening. And also, thank you for taking the time to write the email. That's awesome. Uh, Very detailed. I love it. So, Sherry, I'm going to let you tackle the first part. I bought uh, some Carnival and Royal Caribbean when it was $18 a share, 18 and some change. And, uh, you know, that was pretty nice to get shareholder benefits. Um, I did end up selling them when I was, and there was something going on. I forget what was happening with the economy. Maybe it was 2008. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sold everything. But it was interesting because back then, if you were a shareholder, or as as Joe likes to say, an owner, I like that, Mm -hmm. um, you were able to combine your shareholder benefits with whatever promotion or promotions were being offered. And at that point, you could stack these things up to the moon. If you know if it was a balcony discount, a, a wow sale with Royal or some other sale with Carnival. And pretty soon, you know, they're almost paying you to go on a cruise. But, uh, you know, things have changed. Times have changed. And, for example, right now, if you have 100 shares of Carnival stock, if you're going for six days or less, they'll give you a $50 onboard credit per reservation. So even if two people traveling each have 100 shares, only one shareholder is recognized per mm-hmm. booking. And then if it's uh, 17, I'm sorry, 7 to 13 days, you get $100 onboard credit. And two weeks or more, you get $250 onboard credit. But like I said, the problem is uh, trying to combine your shareholder credits with other opportunities that are offered uh, and it's just, you can't do it anymore. So um, for, in fact, for me with Royal Caribbean, I, it was more advantageous for me to take 
the um, uh, the Diamond Plus balcony discount mm-hmm. over the shareholder discount. Uh, wow. So I thought, well, this is, and that's probably that probably led me to to selling off back then too, because you know if you're making, you know, these are shareholder benefits, and they're called benefits. They're not called well, you can get this promotion or that promotion. So, you know, it, I mean, it's a great you, if you think of it as an investment and not a way to get discount cruising. I think it's probably a great decision, but you know, it's going to take a while to combine to to you can really reap the benefits altogether in my opinion but you know things are are different they may change again who knows well to answer his question about um so all you really do joe is you just have to give them proof of stock ownership via fax mail or email them and they'll apply the onboard credit like i think it's like within two weeks of your sailing so that that's pretty easy to do you ask if you you get recognized on board there there's no letter in your stateroom there's no oh my gosh we have a, a shareholder on board there's none of that I actually asked a friend this who is um, currently uh, has a few thousand shares of Carnival. And he told me all this. Also, some advice. I'm not a financial advisor by any means. I'm far from it. You know, don't invest with your heart. Like my my best friend, I was about to, um, you know, just throw in for a hundred shares of Carnival like two months ago. And my best friend told me, he's like, dude, you're going at it with your heart. He's like, you got to diversify all this. So I did that. I'm not at 100 shares yet with Carnival, but I, I will be and hope to be uh, soon. But I, I use Alibank. I just use the app. And it's like $5.95 transfers whenever I, I buy buy stock. So um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's all I really have to say about the stock. I mean, I don't really know a lot about the stock. I'm just starting to learn the market. But uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure Sherry that you wish wish you would have held on to those shares because of that price now is like what four times that what you oh. sold it for? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's well, I think it's up to a hundred and teens right now, isn't yeah. it? The Royal was like at a hundred and six, I think, and Carnival's like hovering around yeah. sixty uh, upper sixties where it was like earlier this week. Yeah, you know, and I do have some Norwegian that I've hung on to, and I think I bought into that. Right when it made the first offering, um, so, it's, so like I've had 19, it for a while. Was that nineteen the IPO, or was it after that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was right. It was, I think it was right. At the, it might have dipped a little bit, and I caught it at the dip. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot, but um, I haven't even looked into shareholder benefits with that. I think what's nice about the Carnival ones is you can get so you know if if you do want to go for the discounts and that's your main reason, at least you've got the Carnival. Um, family of brands that you yeah. can apply it to and not, it's not just carnival itself you know seaborn or whatever it, you can still use it and i like that idea yeah you got a good dozen or so cruise lines you could go from um nice <laughs> yeah so thanks for the question joe and if you want to find out more about this we'll uh put a link in the show notes to stock benefits with uh the cruise lines at the show notes at cruiseradio.net all right next question sherry is from paul he says where's the best place to watch sailaways from port canaveral we recently moved to central florida and are considering driving over one day to watch the ships leave. Thanks in advance, Paul. Well, Paul, you asked the right person. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's that's my backyard. And so just hop on the beach line, which used to be the B line. So 528 and head due east, uh, follow the signs for Port Canaveral. And the, the best places to watch sail away. Of course, it's on the weekends when the most ships are there. And I would suggest if you're going into this area called the Cove, where they have the shops and things like that, you want to go, there's three places that I like. There's Fish Lips, there is a place, a little place called Seafood Atlantic, and then there's Grills. Um, they all, Grills and Fish Lips all have music. Um, they all have a waterfront uh, deck that overlooks where the ships 
sail right past you. And it's a lot of fun. Um, if you want to do that, then I would suggest getting there around 3.30 in the afternoon on the weekends. That's the best chance you'll have for getting a table. And you will have to order something. You just, you know, you need to get a drink or and uh, some snacks. I I like the uh, the smoked fish dip is pretty good with, with something cold to wash it down. And then uh, if the ships leave on time, uh, it's usually around 4, 4.30 and 5. Sometimes you'll hear one of the Disney ships play uh, the song. Uh, as it passes by, but um, the other great place to go, and this is if you have a little more time, you need a little more energy to walk, instead of turning left into the cove, go straight ahead and go to what's called Jetty Park. It's a uh, Florida park. You'll have to pay, oh, maybe $6 a car load to get in. Maybe you won't if it's late in the afternoon and they just wave you through. Just drive along, park your car, and you can't help but see the, the pier that juts out into the ocean. And just start walking. Um, it's a beautiful sight to go out there because you feel like you're in the middle of the ocean. You can turn around and look back at, at uh, Cape Canaveral Beach. And the ships, they come r- really close. And again, it's a fun place to watch. So if you do that, if you decide to go to Jetty Park, you may want to bring uh, little tiny coolers with some beverages and just hang out and watch the fishermen reel in their catch. There's a bunch of pelicans that sort of (laughs) stand sentinel on the pillars, and uh, it's a really nice place to go. It's very sunny. Bring a cap and some sunscreen, but uh, you can't, it's just a wonderful way to spend either a Saturday or Sundays. Watch the ships sail away. Or like you, and bring a box of wine. Uh, Was it a box? (laughs) And plastic cups, right? Those, Those Lily, those Dixie Lily cups, the big red ones. Oh, I remember being yeah. in my early 20s and sneaking on boxes of wine on the ship, and I thought that I was like the coolest person ever for sneaking boxes of wine on until I had a, a wine hangover the next day. That was awful. Oh, you, you know, don't drink wine cheap, anymore, do no, you? No, those cheap $4 boxes or $5 boxes. Yeah, <laughs> the Boda box. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, uh, to what you just said, though, uh, there's another place that you didn't mention and I personally like. It's called, uh, I think it's called Baja Chowder. It's uh, a restaurant right just to the uh, west of Fish Lips. And it's a little tiny green building. I think it's a fish market on one side and a restaurant on the other with like awesome conch fritters and like lobster rolls and things like that. But, you know, we're talking about driving over for the day. But if you're doing a pre or post cruise stay in Port Canaveral or Cocoa Beach, I mean, you could get to there. It's just a few dollar Uber ride, I'd imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. Super sure. close. Yeah, it's not walkable. There's no nothing walkable to there. Cool. Well, thanks for the email, Paul. And uh, if you have a question you'd like to ask or a question for one of us to try to answer, shoot me an email, Doug at cruiseradio.net, D-O-U-G at cruiseradio.net. We've been talking with Sherry Kennedy from cruisemaven.com. Have a good one. You too, Doug. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at cruiseradio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour. Take a beach break. Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling. Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. 
For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Want more Cruise Radio? Find a library of over 400 episodes on iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. Adolfo Perez is the Vice President of Sales and Trade Marketing over at Carnival Cruise Lines, and he joins us on the line. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good, doing well. How are you? Good, man. I, I, I can't believe, like, I think that we first met, like, in 2010 or 2011, you gave me a tour of the uh, Carnival Cruise Line facility down there in Doral. At, you've been with the company for, what, 35 years? Yep. I actually started when I was 16 years old, uh, back in 1982. So you figure out how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you doing back then? So uh, when I first started, uh, Carnival had um, just purchased its first brand new ship, the Tropical, uh, had just arrived from the shipyard. So they were going to have more ships out of Miami and they needed more people to do embarkation. So basically I was a check-in agent at the pier. Um, uh, when I was actually, I was a junior in high school. So from uh, junior in high school all the way through for about four years, I actually worked at the port of Miami. And then what did you do? Like, did you stay at the pier or did you go back or go into headquarters? Uh, so I stayed at the pier, and then um, I actually, um, uh, um, about two years after I started at the pier, I actually worked, started working in reservations. So I worked in reservations, and I worked at the port. So I was li- literally wor- working seven days a week for about uh, four years straight uh, from that point on. Um, but I loved, I loved the whole experience of the port, and um, uh, I eventually became an embarkation supervisor. So... It was really a lot of fun to be at the pier on the weekends and you'd see, you know, get to meet all these great people and uh, everybody was excited and in a good mood about to go on vacation. So, you know, how could you not love that? Um, So I did it. I did that for quite a long time now. I loved it. Just curious. Did they regulate people sneaking booze on back then? (laughs) Um, no, there were a lot less regulations back then, I think, on a lot of stuff. But um, no, no, they did not. I was just going to say, I don't even think back then uh, bags were x-rayed like they are today and all that, all the great stuff that we do for security these days. So yeah, yeah no, we, we did not check for booze. I'm sure people <laughs> snuck it on all the time. All right. Well, I want to ask you a couple of questions here, Adolfo. So uh, for the new cruisers out there, what do you think sets Carnival apart from the competition? Well, I, I'm going to say this first. Um, I will say that really our biggest competition um, uh, are land-based resorts. Um, more, way more people go on land-based vacations than they do on cruises. So I would say that that's really our biggest competitors. And, and one of the biggest differences, obviously, between a land-based vacation and a cruise vacation is um, not only do you get all the great things like great pools and lounge chairs and lounges and restaurants and bars and all these great things, but you also get to only unpack one time and you get to, you know, go to multiple places uh, in a week, for example. So we even have cruises that do six ports on a seven-day itinerary. So you really get an opportunity to see a lot more things than you would at a land-based resort. I I would say that one of the, the, the biggest differentiators for Carnival is that we are America's cruise line. And why do I say that? Well, 
We source uh, the vast majority of our guests from uh, North America, Canada, and the U.S., U.S. being the biggest. We have 15 different home ports around the U.S., and what that means is, is that especially for first-time cruisers that um, you know, might be a little reluctant to get on a cruise, you know, we are, for about 50% of the U.S. population, we are a five-hour driving distance to one of our ships. It helps not only with the value, because if you have, let's say, a family of four that wants to go on a, you know, on a cruise, well, if you don't have to go through the hassle of airport travel, which we all know how much we love going through uh, security and the lines and the baggage and all that stuff. So it's not only value, but convenience. Um, and it gives people the opportunity to, you know, really give cruising a try. Um, so I think that that's something else that we offer uh, uh, way more than any, any of our uh, other cruise line competitors. Um, and I think the other thing, too, is that we, we offer a really great value. So I'm not going to say that we're, uh, we're cheap and we don't want to be cheap, but we want to offer great value. And basically what that means is that we include a lot of the things that you might have to pay for on other, uh, on other cruise lines, uh, and it's all included in the price. So, for example, like Guy's Burgers, um, Guy Fieri charges $18 a burger in a restaurant in Las Vegas. Well, they're free on our ships, and they're amazing. And I would say by far the best burger at sea. I don't care what anybody says. You were talking about Guy's Burger joint. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were down at Planet Hollywood in Orlando, and um, Guy, Guy Fieri has a burger in Planet Hollywood. And yeah, it's like $18. And by the time we all got our bill, I'm like, oh my gosh, we could have booked a three-night cruise on Carnival Liberty for this price. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm just weird in pricings and cruise pricing. I want to get your take on this. Do you think the myth is finally busted that cruising is only for old people? Well, you know, I would say that um, that there are still misconceptions out there about cruising that are, you know, the same ones that I remember, you know, from, you know, decades ago that people have uh, still a lot of people have the idea that cruising is for the old people or is for old people only and that cruising is very expensive and that it's very confining and that I'm going to get seasick, right? These are things that people sometimes unfortunately uh, associate with cruising still. And that's why I say land vac vacations are really our biggest um, competitor. But, you know, we've all been working really hard at making sure um, that we try to address those things in our marketing and, uh, you know, and obviously through our travel agent partners who have the um, you know, ability to sit down and talk to one of, you know, their clients, our guests, and really talk about it. Um, one of the things that we do, um, Doug, that's really different, we're the only cruise line, not even any of the others in, our, uh, in the Carnival um, world's leading cruise lines is, is we have this thing called the great vacation guarantee. Mm -hmm. And this is our way of a saying we're putting our money where our mouth is. This is absolutely uh, a, a, a great way uh, to exper experiment on a cruise and see for yourself that none of those things that you're worried about are going to happen. But if for whatever reason you decide, you know, within the first, by the first uh, form port of call, that this is not for you, that you are getting seasick or that you don't like the people on the ship or, or even if you got into a big fight with your you know, husband or your wife, if you advise our guest services desk um, before the first port of call, we will actually get you back home at our expense from that port. We will give you back 110% of, your, uh, of your, what you paid for your cruise. And we're going to give you an offer to come back at another time and give us another opportunity. So, we're so confident that you're going to have a great time that we actually have this great vacation guarantee. And I think that that's 
one of the ways that we're really working hard at trying to get people that are a little reluctant about cruising to actually, you know, cross the gangway and give us a shot. So how many people are actually taking advantage of this vacation guarantee? Like they get on this ship, hey, this is not for me. I'm going to peace out. See you later. Less, you know, it's like, I don't know how many decibels before you get to to the percentage sign um, with zeros. Um, because most people have a great time sure. and, you know, we, we don't ask why you want to get, I mean, we do ask, but it doesn't matter to us. We will let you get off for whatever the reason is. And, you know, sometimes people have family emergencies, sure. um, that, uh, that, you know, crop up and we, you know, we honor the guarantee. It doesn't matter that they're having a great time up until that point, but we honor that guarantee regardless of the reason. So, yeah, I always wonder how many people are taking advantage of that whenever I sail. Hey, do you have time for a couple of uh, listener questions? Yeah, sure, of cool. course. So uh, the first one's from Craig in Ohio. He says, so the new Easy Pay program makes it simple for people to automatically pay their crews within three payments. I get that. But what are the benefits of using Easy Pay? So that's a great question. Um, this is something that we recently introduced. Um, and, you know, we're all now getting more and more accustomed to having automatic payments, right? Mm -hmm. So whether you set it up through your bank or you have a bill paying service or you have, you know, uh, a vendor take money out of your checking account every month, it's really just about convenience and making sure that you don't miss any deadlines because the last thing you want to do is miss out on your cruise that you've, you know, been waiting for. So it really just adds uh, convenience and it breaks up the payments so they're a little bit easier to, you know, to, to manage um, rather than, you know, a deposit and then a full payment at the end. Um, so I think it's about convenience and about, um, you know, just the, the fact that you can better budget your, uh, your, your, you know, your money before the, cruise, uh, before the cruise sales. Next question is from Pamela in Iowa. She says, are there any ports that you don't sail from that you'd like to sail from, or are there ports that you see have room for growth? I'm curious of your thoughts. That's actually a really good question. Um, so, you know, as I said earlier, we have these 15 different home ports. So in, the, in North America, so typically uh, we're, we're concentrated mostly in the Caribbean, the Bahamas, Mexico, and then we have obviously Alaska during the summer. Um, we, have, uh, we have a ship, uh, uh, actually a ship and a half in, uh, in Australia as well. Um, and we do, you know, Hawaii cruises, and we also do um, uh, Europe cruises, typically when we get a new ship and they leave the shipyard. So we do a lot of different things, but our concentration is absolutely more in the Caribbean. So we're always looking for either new ports um, to, to sail to. Um, but uh, one of the other things that we've been doing, too, is developing certain uh, ports of call, like Amber Cove, for example. I don't know if you've had the chance to go there yet. Yeah, with um, But that's a really great even if you just stayed where the ship docks, mm -hmm. it's a great spot to be, right? There's so yeah. many things to do. So we're looking at um, developing existing ports. We recently announced that we're going to be um, building a huge, um, that we're going to have a port as well as um, a, a really uh, beautiful private destination on uh, Grand Bahama Island uh, that's going to be like nothing you've ever seen. So it, it will have water parks, it will have shopping, it will have, you know, beach, it will have so many things to do. So because of where we're focusing, sometimes we're looking for places that are nearby that we can uh, either develop and make really spectacular like Amber Cove or like Grand Turk or even uh, the private island that we use, um, uh, Half Moon Key. Um, and now this big, big um, uh, a project that we're working on to enhance the experience uh, for, uh, you know, in Grand Bahama. So, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of places that we'd like to go. Unfortunately, sometimes, you know, because of geography and because where our ships are sailing from, like sometimes I've heard people say, 
well, you know, why can't we go, you know, somewhere else uh, other than Mexico out of um, Mexico and Grand Cayman, let's say, out of uh, uh, Mobile? Uh, well, it's a four-day cruise or a five-day cruise, and geographically, it's impossible to right. get to, you know, uh, to St. Thomas from there, you know. So, sure. And two, the other thing, too, is that sometimes, you know, you'd love to be able to go to a certain spot. Like one of my favorite islands is St. Bart's. Well, guess what? You can't put a ship with, you know, 2,500, 3,500 people to get on and, you know, to get off a ship and and really overwhelm such a small little island. So the infrastructure has to exist. The island has to be big enough. So there's a lot of things that we have to consider. What's the latest on that Grand Bahama Island project? Well, it was finally approved. I know that we have been working on it Mm -hmm. with the uh, Bahamian government for, I I mean, I can't tell you how long I've been hearing about it. I don't even remember, sure. but it's been years. So I know that the the um, the, the plan just got recently uh, uh, approved, and uh, I don't I don't think that they've broken ground yet, but the approval to develop the land is already done, and I'm sure the, the plans are already there, and that will be happening soon. We're really excited. It's supposed to be spectacular. I'm going to throw you a curveball here. A listener email came in from James. He wanted to know if you book a cruise with a travel agent, can only that travel agent have control of your booking? So if I wanted to do a payment or whatever, could I call the 1-800 number and make a make a payment, or is it only the uh, travel agent who has control over my cruise booking. Yeah, so once once you make your reservation through a travel agent, um, it, they, you really can't make any you know changes directly uh, with us. Um, they need to be made through your travel agent. And really, it's a service. I mean, one of the you know great things about having a travel agent is that you don't have to do a lot of the things yourself. So you just call your travel agent and say, oh, I want to do this, and they take care of everything for you. So, um, yeah, for, we, 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 we only, if you, you know, make your booking through a travel agent, we only allow changes through your travel agent. Final question here comes from Samantha in Baxter, Georgia. I was recently sailing on Carnival Magic from Port Canaveral, and I was told I could book my next cruise while on my cruise. Uh, great idea, but what's the advantage of doing that? So we do. We always offer something on board that you wouldn't get um, if you waited until after you got back home. Although the, we are working on a new program where you will get the offer. You can either book it on board or we're going to give you a period of time after you get home from your cruise to actually book the cruise with the offer on board. And typically it uh, you know, includes upgrades and onboard credits that you wouldn't normally get um, if you were booking you know, uh, after the cruise. Uh, and, and not while on board. So really the benefit is you get to, you know, a lot of people, it's funny because I, years ago, I did the first, we used to call it Operation Bob. It was bookings on board. Mm-hmm. And I did the very first one. And I remember um, that almost every single person that I booked on that cruise actually booked the exact same time, a lot of them on the same ship, but most of them on a different ship, but the exact same time frame a year later. So people know when they're going to go and might as well take advantage of the, you know, great deal that you'd get on board um, for booking, you know, early and booking while on board. We've been talking with Adolfo Perez, the vice president of sales and trade marketing over at Carnival Cruise Lines. Dude, good talking to you. And I look forward to seeing you soon, man. Same here. It was great talking to you, too. 
This is Cruise Radio. We always like to get your listener questions here on the show. If you have a listener question, drop me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net. On the line today to field some of your listener questions is Simone Fairbanks. She's the director at cruisingexcursions.com. So I'm going to selfishly ask my first question because I've been doing a ton of research for this Mediterranean cruise I'm on. And I've noticed that cruising excursion prices are a lot cheaper than the cruise lines. Why is that? And like, do you offer any kind of guarantee that you will be cheaper? Well, cruising excursions aim to provide the best possible excursions at an affordable price for all cruising customers. Mm -hmm. So many of the excursions we offer are very similar to what the cruise lines offer, but we guarantee to be cheaper. And we also offer a price match guarantee. So if you find an excursion with another provider on a like-for-like basis, we can price match and discount by a further 5%. And a lot of customers like to do their own research months before they cruise. And sometimes they're looking to do something different than what is offered on board the cruise ship. Mm -hmm. This is where we can tailor make specific tours for clients' requirements or suggest different places and sites to visit. I want to go back to the price match thing. So let's just say I found something cheaper uh, on Norwegian Cruise Line's excursion page rather than your page. You would price uh, price match that excursion? Um, we can price match and discount by a further 5%. I've noticed while uh, browsing around the excursions, a lot of them say essential collection on there. What does that mean? Essential collection tours are what we call the must-sees and must-dos with mm-hmm very proud of our essential collection tours. If you've never been to a destination and you want to make the most of your day and see as much as possible, these tours are actually designed to do just that. So our guides will take you on a wonderful journey, educating you on the, the local culture, the history, and also allowing you to experience free time to take your selfies with the great sites mm-hmm. and also to souvenir shop. Very good. Next question. What is the advantage of booking a set multi-port package? Uh, I have seen a package on your website, but I want to change the excursion in Rome. Am I able to change that excursion? So with our essential collection tours, you are able to design your own package, Mm -hmm. making it cost effective to take a tour in every port of call. So when you add more than one essential collection tour to your basket, our website will then start to offer a discount. So you're able to create your own tour package. Or alternatively, if you do see a package you want to change, please do give us a call and we'd be more than happy to assist you in building your own package of excursions. Our call center is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we're more than happy to assist. A multi-port package, that would be something like if you wanted to book like Rome, Naples, and Livorno, and it'd be Mm -hmm. cheaper if you booked all three together? Yes, that's correct. So those... Um, when you're coming over to the Mediterranean, those three ports are very important ports of call. So if you're wanting to do your Rome, your Livorno and your Naples together, put those into your basket and it'll start to discount. Now, w- would that work over in the Caribbean too, like if we were doing like Jamaica, mm-hmm. Cozumel and Grand Cayman? Yes, absolutely. Okay. We offer essential collection tours in all ports of call all over the world. So where you see an essential collection tour... You can pop those into your basket and it will start to discount after two excursions. There's a lot of hesitation when it comes to booking a third-party shore excursion and not going with the cruise lines because they scare the heck out of you for one. But what does happen if you were to book an excursion and you weren't to make it back on the ship? Doug, this is one of the most popular questions we get asked on a daily basis. 
So all of our guides and transportation providers, they're fully aware of the cruise ship porting times. And we'll have you back to each port in plenty of time for your cruise ship's departure. This is something we guarantee. And in the seven years of trading, we're very proud to say we've never missed a ship. We select our guides very, very carefully for their experience, their local knowledge, and they will ensure you have a wonderful day and deliver you back to your cruise ship in plenty of time for your departure. As far as the uh, tour guide speaking the English language, I can barely speak English as it is. But if I'm like over in Italy, am I going to have a problem with uh, interpretation? All of our tours have good English-speaking guides, mm-hmm. um, so there's absolutely no problem whatsoever. They will assist you in anything. If you want to go souvenir shopping and you need assistance, they will help you. So they're all good English-speaking guides. If you require an alternative language, this is also something we can provide with our tailor-made or private options. We have a large portfolio of guides who can speak different languages So, for example, we're getting a lot of requests for private groups requiring Mandarin guides or French guides or Spanish guides, which we've been able to provide with great feedback from our customers. I'm just looking through my tours here. I'm glad you answered the essential collection question because uh, all four of them are essential collection tours. You'll see that you'll see the most important sites in your destinations, Doug. Absolutely excellent tours you have. Well, in closing here, what is your favorite port? I mean, you, you guys have been in business for quite a while, and I'm sure you've been all over the world testing out tours. What, what's your favorite? Oh, my goodness, Doug. So many to choose from. <laughs> um, it would have to be probably one of the Italian ports, um, Livorno, which is the gateway to Florence and Pisa. I can never get bored traveling through the Tuscan countryside, yeah. uh, arriving into beautiful Florence, seeing the famous cathedral, shopping in the market squares, uh, and then relaxing with a wonderful glass of Chianti and tasting the local cuisine. It's just simply the best. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for answering these questions. We've been talking with Simone over at cruisingexcursions.com. If you want to find out uh, or check out the tours that I'm doing while I'm over there, you can check that out at cruiseradio.net. I'll link to everything right there in one place for you. Thanks again for being on the show and have a great day. And you, Doug. Thank you. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.